Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration. Sharing tips, tools, and talk, we're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. One of the things about Real Talk Podcast is that it is real and we get real. And when we recorded this episode on November 9th, not only was our internet sketchy, but my mic was not plugged in. So if you would like to hear the full podcast recording, um, visit Danielle Freitag or Jenna DeYoung's public Facebook profile. Otherwise, here is a portion of that recording. (laughs) Oh, we are just going to get real today. This is Real Talk Podcast, and we actually decided to go live today. So we are not only doing a live recording, um, obviously this will be for Real Talk Podcast, um, but we are also doing um, a podcast uh, online. So for those of you on Facebook, you guys will be able to catch this um, right now, real time. Um, I'll probably end up taking it down, but right, Jenna, we, um, we're just going to get real. And, and, you know, you were just saying that's something that, um, we think that listeners really like is that we can talk about what's really going on, but we want to do this from a biblical, um, perspective. So, um, so yeah, real talk podcast season five episode, I believe five already. Can you believe we've been doing this for five seasons? Really? Yeah, season five. I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Couple of seasons. Well, we started in 2020, right? Yes. And how come yeah. we started the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> we just started it because we just wanted to hop on and talk about things that were going on and just be honest and talk about things from a biblical and walk through things. Yeah. With yeah. other people, you know? Yeah. So that is why we started um, Real Talk Podcast in 2020. Actually, it was right after election time and just really felt the Lord calling us to to talk from a biblical perspective, um, just the different things that were going on in our nation. And unless you've been hiding under a rock, right, you know that things have um, there's been a lot of changes in, in many different ways in our nation. And, um, you know, just yesterday we had elections and, you know, Jenna and I were right. We're like talking about how can we talk about this in a way that's biblical. And so we don't, we don't want to get into, um, like Jenna, I think Iowa is great. You guys, you know, you're in line with how I vote, but Minnesota, not as much, but that, you know what, we're going to, we're not going to be irritable here. That's, that's the key thing this morning. When I found out the results in Minnesota, I had to like, get out my Bible and read (laughs) what does the word say? What does the Lord say? And one of the things that God has really been um, doing in my life and in my heart is teaching real, true, authentic love you know, and, and when you come to Christ, life changes. When I came to know Jesus Christ as my Lord and savior, 
he taught me not only his love for me, but love for others. And I don't want to be irritable. I don't want to be resentful. Am I happy with how the election process went in Minnesota? Absolutely not. Um, However, that is not where my hope lies. And so, you know, that is something that we want to talk about, you know, friends, I had a couple of friends reach out this morning and, you know, um, I just want to encourage you to, I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk about this today, but really set your focus and your heart on Christ. Because one thing I always think is like, we were just talking about this, right, Jenna, like, this is not my home. There actually really truly is a kingdom right? Like God's will, God's way, his kingdom and his kingdom is not blue or red. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like it's not one specific political party. There is actually a government um, rule or rulership, if you will, by King Jesus. There's going to be a lot of future benefits um, of the Davidic order that's um, just described in scripture, right? So do you ever hear beauty queens say like, I just want world peace, right? Jenna, have you ever heard of that? Like this kind of like, you know, world peace, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the promises is there will be world peace, but it's not until Jesus rules and reigns. And that is from Isaiah two, right? Isaiah chapter two, verse four. Um, The other thing is universal, universal justice. Like, of course we want what is just. I am of the personal belief that abortion is trauma. It is not just trauma to um, the child being aborted, but it is, it is a trauma to the woman, her wellness. um, And I mean, we've talked about this on here. And so justice looks like, right. Babies not being aborted and mothers not experiencing the trauma of abortion. Um, But I have to wonder, is this going to come through in total a earthly, you know, governmental rule, or is it, is this something that as the bride of Christ, right? We are, of course, we're going to hopefully be voting in ways that bring that. I, I, I believe that our vote is our voice. And when we align with a certain candidate, right, that we're letting our voice be heard. But I have to wonder, is this universal justice when there's true justice coming when Jesus comes? And that's from Isaiah, chapter nine, verse seven, right? Universal justice. Um, So just, I mean, a couple other things is that what we have to look forward to as the bride of Christ, as Christians, is the physical presence of King Jesus, the Messiah in Jerusalem. Um, There's, I mean, there's several other things, but, you know, I have to wonder, I mean, (laughs) I, I'm, I am, I feel sad today. I feel a little disappointed in, in the elections and you know, um, Jenna, we were talking about this, but when I say we, I just have to be open and honest here. I mean, I do vote. I tend to vote Republican. Um, and I know we weren't going to talk about, you know, Republican versus Democrat. We don't want to do that. I'm just speaking personally. I personally usually vote Republican. Um, but we Republicans were hoping to gain control of the house and the seat instead lost a seat. Um, so, I mean, that's, that makes, that makes me feel <laughs> sad. I mean, it does, but I, I know that, you know, that's, um, I don't know, the Lord's gotta be, I, I believe the Lord's gotta be doing something, you know? So, um, and I have to just wonder, 
what is this process as we wait for him, you know, as we wait for King Jesus and his kingship, his rulership, um, no matter what happens, I want to make sure that my heart has love, you know, and that I'm not, um, being mean to those who vote differently than I, or do you you know what I'm saying, Jenna? Yeah. That's why, you know, I just, I was like, are you triggered? (laughs) 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 But you know what, but you know what, you know, something that I was talking to you about kind of before we start this and something that comes to my mind is in acts one that I was telling you about, you know, and it says that every time they gather together, they ask Jesus, Lord, is it now time for you to free Israel and restore the kingdom? And so they had this mindset of things in the natural, right? And then the father responds and he says, basically, you know, it's not time for you to know the fixed dates um, and the times of their fulfillment, but Jesus was always all about the kingdom, you know, and in revelation and, and in different places in the Bible, it talks about this new Jerusalem. And so I'm just like, I wonder, and then you think about, you know, the wandering, you know, the Israelites who wandered and it was like, they just weren't getting something. And so like, I've been in this place, like, God, what are we not getting? What are you trying to teach us? Um, What are you trying to show us right now? Like, is it, is it that we need to be focused on the kingdom? Is it that we need to be focused on, you know, um, putting all of our hope and all of our trust in Jesus? And, you know, of course we want to live free. We don't want to live underneath, you know, oppression, you know, in our life and in our country. And we want to stand for things that are biblical, um, stand for life, stand for, you know, less government, you stand for more freedom. Um, but the reality is, is that the world needs Jesus and Jesus is the answer. I mean, Jesus is the answer to every single person's problem, whether they know it or not. And so it's like, okay, God, like, what are you propelling us into? I believe that there are people who are called into these different spheres that are bringing the kingdom, you know, into these different spheres, but I don't know. I mean, it just... It's challenging. And so will times like this draw us closer to that, to that understanding? Are we going to find ourselves in a position where we don't have anything else to lean on? In When times were good, did we trust Jesus the same that we do in the midst of persecution? I mean, these are questions I'm asking myself. These are questions I believe the church should be asking herself, you know, like, are we putting all of our hope in a, in a person, you know, Mm, or are we putting our hope in Jesus? Amen. And, and, and are we keeping love? Like, are we loving, are we loving? Because, you know, this morning, again, one of the scriptures that the Lord brought me to was that love is not irritable and it is Mm -hmm. not resentful. And so that's something that I've really tried to grasp onto today. And, um, I I think this is a a comment I just, I want to share. Um, so Delbra, um, Pratt, hello. I I see that you're, you're listening and I just want to read what you, um, just commented is that we, um, Delbra says we are grieving but not as the world grieves our grief over the lives of babies in the womb and the welfare of our children compels us to turn our eyes and our ears to heaven. That's, that is the key. That is it. We turn our eyes to heaven because this is not, 
this is not a surprise to God, right? He is all knowing Mm -hmm. our hope is in him. And, and the thing that I know that I know that I know is that Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow, every knee shall bow and his rulership and his reigning is perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I will continue, no matter what it looks like, I will continue to stay on earth as it is in heaven, like come Lord Jesus. Right. And, and like you said, Jenna, he's the answer and, and may our hearts, may my heart be right. May I not be angry. May I not be bitter. Um, or, I mean, as well, not bowing to what some call a, is it religious or not really, not really, that's another conversation, religious spirit, but not bowing. (laughs) That's another, that is another conversation for another day, but not bowing. Can of worms. What? So that's another can of worms. Okay, that's another can, another time. Yep. Actually, that'd be that's our next topic. No. Okay. Uh, but but not bowing to this. I, I've heard it said, right? You were you just brought it up about a political spirit. Now I, I yeah. I've never seen the words like political spirit in my Bible. I don't know. I mean, like there's some teaching on it. So so maybe share some of that. You you found a really um wise uh person who had some things to say. And I'm, I'm assuming this was around the, the election time of like 2016 or what, what, when was that, that he did that? Um, let me see. My phone's just about to die, but I, yeah, 2018. Um, and what all of this really comes down to, I'm going to read a couple of things here, but what all of this comes down to is, is operating in a kingdom mindset. We're operating in a worldly mindset, you know, having this mindset of us versus them, um, you know, having this mind. That's good. Yeah. So not having the us versus them, the Republican or the Democrat. Right. And because it's like, God does not lift his hand of judgment until we humble our hearts and stop harassing and destroying each other. And I just have to say, like in the, in the previous political, you know, election times, it was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe what was happening and what was going on. Like even within, you know, families and churches and friends, it was like, what is happening here? And it's like, a veil was like over people's eyes. And it was like, people just acted in a way that, wow. I mean, it was surprising, you know? Um, Another thing is you don't want the wrong party to have the right solution. um, And you're more concerned about my party winning than actually solving the problem. So that was another one of the things where it's just literally red versus blue or them against us. It's not really about finding what the best solution and answer is. It's, it's a, it's like a a alliance, you know, with a certain side. And, you know, like you just said, like we want to choose, you know, um, and make decisions based upon the word of God, because we believe in Jesus. We believe in the sanctity of life. We believe in less government. We, you know, there's just some of these things, you know, that we, believe in. Um, and then it says cooperation with the opposite party is considered treason. You know, 
<laughs> just so that's intense. You blame a certain party for all of the problems in the country, you know. So there's all yeah. of this blame accusation. You see, because the enemy doesn't really ever do anything new. He always does the same things over and over again, you know. And all of it's rooted in you know false accusation, lies, jealousy, competition. You know, just all of these things that are all over the Bible. You know that show us. But sometimes, you know, everyone we have our weak areas, you know what I mean? Um, and you can just get riled up about some of these things. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and right. People can obviously be very passionate about what they believe to be right or wrong. Um, (laughs) there are some of like, I'll just, I'm going to speak personally. I mean, I vote, I typically, I do vote Republican. I believe that like when I'm learning about different candidates, my hope is to to match the way that I vote as as biblical as possible. So, I mean, this is something that we talked about is no no person on earth, like no candidate is going to be perfect, right? Like, but um, I think this for each listener, it's making that decision to to have a voice, right? You do get to have a voice and you get to have a say. And that is a beautiful thing in our country. There's other places where you don't even get to vote. You don't even get to have a say, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, that's something to be grateful for. Um, You know, when you asked me if I was a little triggered, I, I, I still kind of feel it in my spirit because I have to wonder in some places if there was, if everything happened, honestly, was there Mm -hmm. any kind of voter fraud? What, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. Mm -hmm. We might kind of (laughs) know based on what happened last election ish, but it's, you know, I'm a little triggered. Release. (laughs) Jesus, Jesus, (laughs) you know, that's the thing. Jesus knows he knows, and he's going to have the final say you know, and so, um, yeah, yeah. In Hebrews and in Hebrews too, it's talking about how the earth is subject to man and kind of towards the end, it says now in putting all things in subjection to man, he left nothing outside his control, but at present we do not yet see all things subjected to him. So like, it appears to us that like, you know, God's not aware, like, God, what are you doing? Right. And we're trying to like figure it out or whatever, but really we need to rest in the fact that nothing is happening without the approval, like of God And the whole Bible, like is the story of, you know, God's people. I mean, that's what everything revolves around. And so are God's people right now, again, like, are we seeing and getting what God's trying to get us to get? And I think, um, you know, God is, is, you know, again, removing things, um, that have taken the place of him in our life that we have found comfort in that we have found joy, whatever, you know, that that's not Jesus. And so it's like, um, now is the time for believers to like, you know, um, be tested in what they declare. Honestly, that's what I think. Yeah, that's, that's a word. 
and, and to love, to love. Right. Like, that is, I mean, that is my, that is my prayer and my hope. And Lord knows like this morning, I, I did have a few moments where I was like, like reminded of Job a little bit, like, why, why, yeah. like, why, you know? And yet I do trust him. I do trust him and he is in control, but yeah. I feel like I got nothing else today. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> Come well, on, we can it. remind listeners that the the word of God does say that you are to pray for every single person in authority. So you should be praying for the president of the United States, regardless of who the president is. You should be speaking blessing out of your mouth yeah. and not cursing. Yeah. You should be putting all of your hope in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And you should live your life to be an example to others. So I don't, that list just kind of came out of nowhere, but those are some things that in this hour that we can be doing, you know? And so when you talk about love, I always think about how Jesus is not impressed when we love people that love us well, Yeah. but it's, are we loving our enemies? And that's the challenge of loving your enemies. Like, can you, can we do that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's yes, I right, mean, no, that's right. a challenge. And and then it's also knowing who the enemy is, right? Mm-hmm. It's not people. There really right. are demonic influences in this world. You know, mm-hmm. when you said that, like I did block somebody off my page this morning. Like <laughs> somebody came onto my page and they were like, you know, laugh, like you know, like the laugh icon at like Aww. each of the like. Anything, anything that had to do with like just expressing a sorrow for like in Minnesota. Yeah. Just the continuation of like, for example, abortion or, um, you know, you can bring your under 18 year old child to like pursue, pursue, um, gender identity, like physical changes, like just stuff that, that is not good. Like this is not good. And anyway, the person was like laughing and they were laughing at other people's comments on there. And I just had a moment where it was like, this is like a manifestation, a a demonic manifestation to laugh at the continuation of babies being aborted. It Mm -hmm. just is. And so I have to separate the fact that like, okay, this is a person that doesn't is, is likely, likely, I don't know, but probably likely not following Jesus Christ as her Lord and savior. And I like on my page, I'm like, I'm not going to have that, you know? So I did, I did, I did like delete whatever block person, but then there's this part of me too. When you were just saying that, like, she doesn't know the Lord and I mm-hmm. called to like share Jesus with her and love her, you know? So there's kind of sometimes that wrestle, but, but I do know when the Lord is leading me, when he highlights somebody in my life to walk with and love yeah. and do life with. And I mean, that's been a ministry is, is walking alongside women um, coming out of, of different traumatic things and they may not even believe in God. Um, so I definitely want love to be the, 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 the loudest thing. I mean, if you will, the loudest thing in my life, but to love and, like I think about that song my daughter sings, like this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Like, mm. are we gonna let our lights shine even when things don't turn out the way that we wanted them to? Right? Yeah, we need to. We must. We must. Amen. So yeah. 
you got anything else? I was like, I'm pulling, I'm pulling words from honestly, from my, my second book. The only thing I know to go to is like Bible. And when Jesus really gave me some revelation on the Davidic kingdom and when Jesus comes back, what that's going to look like. Right. So, I mean, that's where I'm putting my, putting my hope. I'm still going to vote. Like I'm still going to vote in a way that I believe is most biblical. Right. And I'm not going to like, you know, yeah, (laughs) that's all I got. Well, I just wanted to say, like, prophetically speaking, I believe that right now in this hour and in the days to come, we don't know what's going to happen and we can't act like we do know what's going to happen. But what I do sense is that God is building his church and his authority and his love and um, like the identity of like the bride's real identity is coming into the church. And I think that it's going to move forth in an hour where it's like, there is no other option, you know? And so just like it says, gross darkness covers the earth, but God is going to arise upon his people. And it's going to be like, like you will physically be able to see, you know, the people who are full of God, who are full of the spirit of God and that who are moving as Jesus, Jesus moved and walk as Jesus walked doing the very things that Jesus did. And if it takes persecution, if it takes some of these things, then so be it, you know, who are we to act like we know better than God. And so father, we just pray to you today, God, we just honor your name. We just worship you, Jesus, father, we just come into the will of God, father. We just ask for divine alignment to take place into every single um, person's life that hears this. Um, Father, we ask that you would come, that you would do a work in our hearts, that you would search our hearts, God, and, and remove any wicked way within us. God, father, I pray that love would arise upon your church, God, that we would walk in love, that we would walk in powerful, that we would walk in power because Jesus, you are powerful. Like the love of God is powerful. That the healing of God is power. Like everything about God is powerful. And so father, we just, um, we come to you. We look to you, Jesus. We say everything is under your feet and, uh, Father, help us honor you with our everyday lives. Help us honor you every moment. In Jesus' name. Yes, honor. And honor is the key that unlocks glory. And I just I, I just want to share a final just couple of scriptures here. Um, when you were praying, Jenna, John um, 14 came up. And, I, and I'm going to just kind of pick through a couple of verses here and share. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Um, you believe in God, believe also in me. And Jesus was saying this right to his disciples, but do not let your hearts be troubled. Um, and I mean, he says it again, uh, chapter 14, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. But he does go on to talk about how he says, right? Like if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. Right. There's going to be a very clear differentiation between disciples, people who follow Jesus Christ and people who do not. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. Um, As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world and that's why the world hates you. So no matter what's going on, no matter what happens, right? We keep our eyes focused and fixed on Jesus Christ. So I'm just in agreement with all those prayers, Jenna. 
Um, so hopefully this was encouraging for you guys. Um, I know it was for me. Jenna, thank you for um, encouraging and <laughs> recognizing when I'm triggered. <laughs> All good. <laughs> joy, right? The joy of the Lord is my strength. I have peace and um, pray that for listeners as well. So.